Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I am celebrating seven years of this podcast. I cannot believe it. So I started this podcast in November of 2015, and I was pregnant at the time with my son. And seven years ago, podcasts, there weren't that many, and um, nobody really knew what they were doing. So I just got out my old blog post and just read those as my first few episodes. Um, back then there really wasn't anything with guests. I mean, people were still kind of imagining what podcasts are. What do you share? Do people listen? And I kind of looked back at my numbers and my numbers, I mean, I only had it for two months. Um, but it was like, I mean, it's kind of half of what I get in one month downloads now. Um, and so it was just kind of interesting just to see the evolution and to see the growth um, and tracking those numbers. Cause I haven't, you know, every month I go down and I just kind of just note, you know, how my download numbers are, because I think if you're in business, you kind of have to have your eye on, on that. Like, is this worth my time? And so this year was the first year that I've actually now um, my numbers are going to double. And so I've doubled my numbers from last year. So it's pretty, pretty amazing. Um, and so thank you. I mean, really it comes down to you who listens. So thank you for tuning in each week. Um, so today just kind of a journey of how I'm going to kind of share on the show. I wanted to share a little bit more about my own evolution over the seven years. Cause a lot, a lot has changed, um, in terms of my podcast, my business, myself. And so I wanted to share that evolution. Um, and then I also want to share my, the top 10, I just looked up the numbers, the top 10 most downloaded episodes for these last seven years. Um, and then just at the end, I wanted to share a little, a little special that I have going on because I do like to throw it out. My podcast listeners and the people on my newsletter, like you're the only ones who are going to be getting this, this deal or know about this deal that I'm running um, from black Friday to cyber Monday. And um, yeah, you're my people, the people who tune in each week, the people who are, you know, reading the content that I write. I really, really appreciate it. You know, it means it does mean a ton to me, especially as I've really went virtual now the last couple of years and just have this online business first being in person. So let's just start by taking you back. So seven years ago, and I don't think you can even listen to this, the very first episode, which I'm glad because probably would be embarrassed about. Um, and I think it was like about playing like fitness games. So it was just a weird episode um, to begin with, probably not very uh, podcast friendly, but <laughs> that's where I was at my life. And, um, and I was a personal trainer. You know, I was doing in-home personal training. I have no idea how I made time to record podcast episodes, to be frank, because my my schedule at that time, even pregnant, you know, was quite hectic. I was running around a lot. And I started a podcast. I think my at the time I had a guy who would record some YouTube videos for me. And so I did some old YouTube videos and he said, you know what? You should try a podcast. I heard that's going to be a thing. And I said, I have no idea how to do one. And so he said he would help me with it. So he actually really helped me set up the back end and got things going. Um, you know, he doesn't live in Minnesota anymore. He lives in uh, New York and he's doing his own thing out there. But, he, you know, thanks to Tim, I have the podcast and I had some of this, um, I guess, for like he was kind of my um, person who pushed me out of my edge and got me online, which I'm so grateful for Tim for doing that all those years ago, because I, I was so in my business and just running from client to client and driving all over the Metro area here in um, the twin cities that it was hard for me to see anything past 
what I was doing, just my day-to-day hour. And so I'm, I am grateful for Tim for pushing me to do this. So when I started again, I, you know, I was personal trainer and I've been personal training. I'm, I'm really kind of weaning away from that. I, I don't take new personal training clients. I am very, um, Ayurvedic and yoga focused now. And so it's completely different. My business is from where I was. And I was going through my very first official yoga teacher training program. Um, I had taught a Pio, if anyone knows what Pio is, the Pilates yoga, Shaleen Johnson. I did teach that at some studios and, um, I wanted to be, you know, let me take the official yoga. And let me tell you, I learned so much of that training because what I thought I knew about yoga, you know, it's very much a workout. That's what I was taught. That's what gyms emphasize, but really it's more, it's a work in like you were connecting to a deeper side of yourself, the spiritual side of yourself. And I think that evolution helped me transform my own journey um, and discovering deeper layers of myself in Ayurveda. And I think that was pivotal in my own process and where I'm at today. Um, And I'm so grateful that I did my 500 hour training last year as well, because I got to know myself even deeper. And um, the more, I mean, I really enjoy the Ayurveda yoga, the spiritual side of things. And I used to come from such a rigid standpoint. Um, so just talking a little bit about where I was seven years ago is I had, you know, my rules, you had to work out, you know, six days a week. And that seventh day you were either going to go for a run. Maybe you did yoga. You would maybe go for a walk, but it doesn't necessarily count. Um, I had to have X amount of cardio a week. I had to strength train certain amount of days a week. Um, I had to do core. I had to go to fitness classes. I mean, it was a lot. And I was also, you know, not at the time before I was pregnant. So I guess this was a little bit before seven years ago. Um, that was kind of my philosophy. And then during pregnancy, I mean, I kind of knew what I was doing kind of was like in that evolution. And so I wasn't quite fully stepped into that holistic viewpoint and wellness that I had. So, um, basically this is kind of the evolution and how Ayurveda came into my life now, because seven years ago, going through pregnancy, everyone's like, you're going to be recovered easily. Um, you know, from giving birth, you're going to bounce back all those things, which is not super helpful. And it didn't happen for me. And so I felt a little lost. I felt a little, um, just kind of like, who am I is, is, who I was like with my personal training, is that still who I am? And I didn't feel as connected to that person anymore. So, um, I had dabbled in Ayurveda when I was pregnant with my son. So about seven years ago in that fall, I enjoyed it, but I really, I was, I made the excuses and this is really hard. I've, (laughs) I've worked with people like this and these are probably my hardest people to, to work with is when you just throw up roadblocks, you know, when I'm like, Hey, can you eat earlier? And then people come back and give you 20 excuses as to why they can't. I was that person, you know, seven years ago when I went through my first Ayurvedic um, training, you know, I kind of was like, nope, this will never work for me. There's no way I could eat um, by six o'clock. There's no way I could um, cut down on how much I'm working out. There's no way I could get up earlier and have a meditation practice. I had all of the excuses. So everything that, you know, my coach would throw at me, I was like, nope, it's not going to work for me. So of course it's not going to work for you. If you're constantly saying no, and here's why no, and here's why. And actually 
it can work for me. I just had to completely overhaul my lifestyle, which, you know, having a baby will do to you. And that's, that's kind of what happened. I was at lost and I, I knew that what I was currently doing in the Western side of things and my personal training side of things and the wellness side from that lens was not working. And so I needed to go deeper. And that's where I came back to my yoga teacher training and came back to my Ayurvedic studies. And I found Kate Stillman's um, one-year program. And it was, I did the healer path or the yoga teacher path. And so how to teach this to other people. And that was my first dabble into Ayurveda. And I loved it. That helped me heal postpartum more than anything. Um, I was really in a postpartum fog and Ayurveda helped me slow down and tune in and connect with my inner wisdom. And that's kind of my saying about Ayurveda, you know, and that's my own kind of business saying is how can you slow down, tune in and connect with your inner wisdom? Because at the end of the day, that's really what matters. And that's, what's going to fulfill you. So, um, I was feeling lost, ungrounded, and just not connected to my higher purpose at that time. And so that's where those practices of Ayurveda, the tools that it helped me explore my mind, body, soul relationship. Um, I started to really rebuild my definition of myself and who I was. I implemented those mindfulness routines. Um, I found a workout program that's going to nourish my body instead of depleting it. And then I found ways to connect with foods that I could easily digest. Cause I'm like, you know what, let's fix my digestion. I'm tired of having poor digestion. Let's really start to dive into it. Let's pull off some layers here. So really for me, it was a complete life transformation. And what I find is that's often what happens with Ayurveda. It's just a slow, kind of a slow burn. And then all of a sudden you're like, yes, this is it. This is the lifestyle for me. Or it can go the other way and you're like, no, this is not for me. But um, for myself and a lot of people I work with, it it tends to be like, yes, this just makes sense. Um, I, I need a deeper layer to life. And I think a lot of us, especially in this, the online world, which I, again, I, I love, but also can hate at the same time. Um, it can make, it can feel shallow and it can feel like what what is my purpose? You know, am I making the connections? Am I having those relationships that I want to have? And, um, being again now from, I I love the in-person connection, but I also, um, I crave that connection, but it's going to be a little bit different, but you can still have that connection online. And so sometimes figuring out how that looks, how can I, um, you know, be present in my life, but still, run a business and have social media. And I know for myself, if I get too sucked down into technology and meaning if I'm, my phone's constantly by me and I'm just mindlessly scrolling because it happens, um, you pop open the app and you're just like, oh shoot, before you know it, it's been 10 minutes and I have no idea what was going on around me. And then I find it gets addictive and it gets to a place where you're like, oh gosh, now I, I just constantly am doing it. So having some space in your day to like keep technology away or work hours, keep them to a minimum um, on weekends, whatever that looks like for you, how can you kind of just step away and step into yourself? And that for me, I get a little bit anxious. I get a little bit um, vata imbalanced at night. I have found if I've spent too much time on my phone, if I've spent too much time on my computer and I will feel it in the middle of the night is what I'm noticing is my, my body just feels anxious. Like I have to come into my breathing, um, to settle down. And it's something that I've never noticed before. 
Um, I've, it's happened to me before, but I haven't correlated how or why it was happening. And now I'm able to kind of connect those dots and realize, oh yeah. And obviously being pregnant right now, again, I, this is affecting the baby. So I need to be making sure that I'm really tuned into myself and not overdoing it with the tech side. So that's just kind of a long way to say, um, I've come a long way and I've, I've worked on these things and I still have things to work on. Cause I think we all do. We always are evolving and we're always growing. And I think that's a beautiful thing as well. And I mean, in seven years, when I reflect back, maybe on this podcast, I'll be like, wow, oh, so much has changed. Here's how I've changed in the next seven years. Um, and ironically, again, as I'm recording this pregnant again, seven years later. So all of those things are just, it's not lost on me of all of the, the just interweaven or interwoven um, kind of strings that are being pulled right now. So kind of sharing a little bit more about my journey currently or what are what is my wellness philosophy now. So I just put this on my website um, probably a few weeks ago. I really wanted to dive in and like, what do I stand for? What are my three prongs? Because I used to have a three prong approach to wellness. And, um, I read what they were and I don't even remember what they were, but they don't, they didn't resonate with me at all. And so I'm like, okay, that's got to go. Cause those aren't, that's not how I view wellness anymore. So now my three prong approach, um, prong one tuning in. So you need to understand what your body is telling you. So you can feel confident in yourself. You will learn how to use your own intuition to tell you how to, how to treat yourself and fuel you in ways that you want. Don't worry. I will, I will give you ideas on how to start this. I have been, I have a few tricks up my sleep, but that is what I wrote on my website. I have to fix that. Cause as I was reading it to you, I'm like, this doesn't quite connect or the, the lingo needs to be tweaked, but tuning it. So basically connecting you to your intuition. And I don't expect you to know how to do that. Um, that's where I think sometimes it's helpful to have a coach who can help you connect to your intuition. Um, that's, that's one where I've had years ago, I had a client who was like, I would love to know how to connect to my intuition and how to trust myself again. And that's one of my specialties. That's something I love to help people with. My next prong is cyclical wisdom. So you don't, you are not the same from day to day, especially if you're a cycling, um, woman and you have a menstrual cycle, like that's just, you're, you're going to be different. Um, and even if you don't have your menstrual cycle, we have the lunar cycle to look to. We have the seasonal wisdom. We have so many ways that we're cyclical in uh, nature. And so for me, that's a huge part and cornerstone of my brand is just the cyclical wisdom and teaching you whether it be with your menstrual cycle, whether it be with the lunar cycle, or whether it be just seasonally, how can you flow with, um, within that cyclical wisdom? And then finally, my last, my last prong is just Ayurveda in general, because I think for me, having people understand just even elements, um, of Ayurveda in ways that are going to help you connect back intuitively to yourself. Um, it's just a, it's just a natural approach that makes sense. And sometimes even when I work with, um, cause I still do have a few, just a couple of personal training clients left and I'll ask them, do you want my personal training hat or my Ayurveda hat? And it's going to be potentially two different answers. And you're going to get in my opinion, a deeper, more richer answer with the Ayurveda side, because it's going to be about connecting you to the spiritual side of yourself, to a deeper layer of yourself. All right. So that was just a little bit of evolution and how I got to where I'm at today. 
And now I just wanted to celebrate my top 10 most popular episodes. So I put these in the blog post for the show. So in case you want to um, hear any of them, you can still go to the blog. It's probably harder to look up on, um, on the iTunes or on Spotify to find these episodes, but you can connect with them um, on the blog post. So my top episode, my top three episodes most downloaded are all solo shows, which I find so fascinating and just mind blowing um, that those solo shows have landed. And the first one, it's women who run with the wolves. It was my reflection on that book. And that one is by far my most downloaded podcast. I mean, the numbers are, I almost have as many numbers have downloaded or listened to that episode as I get like a month on the show. So that's a heavily downloaded episode. The next most downloaded is breaking up with busy, which I probably should do another update on that because I think, um, that one I'm seeing a lot more of people wanting again, The next one is how do I start exploring the woo? And so this is one where do I, does that word resonate with me anymore? Not necessarily. Um, Just because I think it's, it's more or less what I believe in. It's the spiritual side. It's exploring um, the side that we can't necessarily explain. Um, But, you know, I wanted to keep, keep that word out there. I'm not going to change it. Um, And I think that's just something to, to dive into there. And I think that explains a lot about, um, where we're at as a society, we're looking for that spiritual deeper layers. All right. Now the next ones are all uh, guest episodes. So Krista King, healthy, happy hormones. She was on episodes, two episodes with me. Um, so this was her first airing next Nikki Stout on building your physical and mental muscles. So she was on way early in the day. She has a really, um, huge audience of good following, Cause I have actually people who will f- go through my website to find her programs. So she has, a, if you're into fitness, she would, she would be your fitness gal, um, heavy, heavy following there. And so she was more on when I was still in my personal training days, Regis Cohen on making a life shift, which I think ironically Regis has made a, a life shift since I've interviewed her. And so she is at number um, six, most downloaded, and she is now into yoga and spiritual elements. I think she took a yoga teacher training and she has completely changed her life. Um, even since our episode next number seven is Ellen Trotter on building habits that stick. And so Ellen is also in the personal training space. So she would be another one that you would maybe head to if you want any personal training or just kind of wellness. I think she does some book clubs. So she has some really cool stuff going on. Number eight is a solo show. And I'm going to update this one um, for sure. Cause when I saw this title, I couldn't believe it. How to practice Ayurveda with your kids. And I would really like to update because I kind of look through the post and I'm like, oh, I have more to add here. And some things that I don't necessarily um, maybe aren't because <laughs> at the time I think Jalen was maybe two. And now that he is almost seven, I have different, um, maybe more helpful tips there. (laughs) Number nine, Maya Toll, and she has been on the podcast twice. So this is her second episode on tapping into your wild wisdom. So she, um, again, she is a friend of the show. I love Maya. I love all of her books. Uh, you know, highly recommend tuning into either one of her episodes and then rounding out the top 10, who is probably the largest social media following of anyone that I've ever interviewed. Um, at the time she didn't, but now she does Sahara Rose on what you need to know about Ayurveda. So I interviewed her, I think episode 46. So it's a very early episode. 
Um, and she had just written the idiot's guide to Ayurveda at the time. And she's kind of now into the rose, go- rose goddess, I think is what she does. Rose gold goddess, um, programs. And so she has a ton of work. And so this is also what I wanted to kind of just a caveat in case anyone has podcasts and they're listening. Um, you know, just because someone has a huge following doesn't necessarily mean that will be your most downloaded episode. And I think I've heard that from, you know, my own business coaches is, you know, it doesn't matter that per se, it really is about engagement and connecting with the audience. So that's why I was really surprised that, you know, my first three are all solo episodes, no guest. And so that, that, um, that's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, I'm kind of just like, mind is blown by that. So those are those top 10 episodes head to, to listen to, if you have, um, if you've missed those, which I think a lot of those interview episodes besides the Maya Toll one are older. So they're from a couple years ago. Um, a lot of them are, so you might not have caught all those if you're a newer listener. So I would love to hear your feedback. You know, what have been your favorite episodes? If you want to email me at um, it's just my name, Andrea at andreaclawson.com or send me a DM and over at Instagram. I love, I love to hear from you and just kind of, um, you know, what are your favorite episodes? Because the show is always evolving. You know, I talk a lot more about hormones and the menstrual cycle and perimenopause. I've had all sorts of wellness people on and coming up over the next, um, you know, kind of six months that I have mapped out. So I just, again, want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me. Um, to have you tuning in each week and listening. So I just have one final um, kind of my, my deal that I wanted to share with you. So Black Friday through Cyber Monday deal. So I know not everyone who listens is in the US, but you can totally take advantage of this deal yourself um, because I'm just going to change the price is actually just going to be changed for those days right on the website. There's no code you have to enter. It, it's just going to be changed until you know um, Tuesday. So self-care with your cycle challenge is going to be 50% off. So it is going to be $49 for the four week program. And this program is one that I, I love. I adore. I ran it live, um, the last time, and this one is going to be a DIY program. So you can take your, take yourself through it. There's a Facebook group. So I am in the Facebook group. I am popping in doing some lives, especially as people will be joining over the next four days. Um, you know, having that time to just keep you connected and to go. Cause sometimes when we do the DIY programs, we don't always do them, but I really made this one as interactive and as fun as possible. There's yoga sequences that you can do for each phase of your cycle. There's like a, a daily challenge. So for 30 days, you have one, you know, a daily challenge based on where you're at your menstrual cycle. You have some of my favorite practices for each phase of your cycle And I give away seasonal prize boxes. So on every equinox or every solstice, um, I draw someone's name and I mail you a period prize box. So just for being in the challenge, um, your name is automatically entered. But that is the prizes are only for the U.S. residents only um, just because it costs way too much to ship out of the U.S. I have found. So um, that is my only caveat with the prize package. So the next drawing is actually going to be on winter solstice. So it's coming up. Um, December 21st is the next prize box drawing. So if you want in for a potential $100 prize that you're going to win, so you would, you'd make back your money easily on this program. And I've had people who, who did this program and are like, my period is actually getting fixed because I'm starting to practice self-care around my cycle. And that's all they're doing. They're just doing the practices that they learn in this program 
and implementing it into their lives. So highly recommend checking that out if that is something that interests you. All right. Thank you all so much for these last seven years. And I cannot wait for, you know, the next seven and for what's to come. So everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power.